Yo, 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 yo. Oh, yes, sir. Ah, just let that ride. It doesn't get old. It doesn't get old. It doesn't get old, I swear. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But shit, we back with another episode of Fight Night, episode 20. Episode 20. Starting to get up there. That's what it says at the bottom. It says it's episode 20. Starting to get up there. Starting to get up there. We making it. We making it. (laughs) But before we get into today's show, got to handle some business, pay some bills. Uh, We have a sponsorship, justaglimpseboutique.com. Um, let me pull up the website. You guys can actually go there. They have a whole bunch of apparel for men, ladies, jewelry, things like that. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Oh shit! Well, let me do the screen. That's crazy. Yeah. Little technical difficulties. It's no biggie. Little te- yeah, little technical difficulties. All right. There it goes. There we are. There we are. All right. So just just the glimpseboutique.com. They got earrings, bracelets, necklace, rings, sunglasses. Purses, men's apparel, whatever you're looking for, man, they got it for you. So make sure you go check them out, shop with us, and make sure you shop with them too. They sponsorship our show, so we're gonna have a we're gonna take a look at them every shit. We got so many shows now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they get the whole week. They get uh what was it? Monday, divorce besties, they get yep. uh Real spill on Wednesday, fight night yep. on Thursday, and at the shop, our main show on Saturday. So make sure y'all go check them out. Shout out to y'all, by the way. Appreciate y'all helping us pay a little, you know, pay some bills and all that. Absolutely, absolutely. Gotta appreciate it. You see that guy's stuff, and you saw a couple of them things was out of stock. So Yeah, yeah. You know, so they selling. Was, they selling. Stuff yeah. is moving. Stuff, stuff is moving, moving people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts, facts. Better be on it. But all right, man, go ahead and get your intro off just in case we got some first-time listeners. Ah, yeah, for the first-time listeners, you know me, uh, the West Coast captain of this here shit. Um, asshole by nature, but more importantly, oh. champ is still here, folks. Oh, my God. Uh, put, the belt, put, put the belt away. I just, nah. It has to make an appearance. I won't keep it the whole time. I know how it makes other people feel when they're not the champ. But just to be sure people know, champ is here. Corey motherfucking Hansford. And don't y'all forget it. By the way, did you did you win the fantasy basketball league that I dropped out of? Clearly, uh, That's not the point. Oh, so you, you didn't win that? Injury issues. Injury issues. Oh, same okay. here. That's why I, try, that's why I dropped Injury. out. Injury issues, you know, derailed me. was out for half the fucking year. Kyrie yeah. was taking sabbaticals and shit. It fucked my season all up. There was no point. Yeah. AD, AD was I the first overall pick. I took Anthony Davis. That just threw off my whole thing. And then every other week, Van Fleet was getting in and out. Devontae Graham was getting in and out. 
Um, John Morant was my second pick. He was out for a good amount of time. So, yeah, you know, it happens. But I was still on the cusp of making the playoffs. Lost the last game last week by a fraction of an amount that got me out of the playoffs. If I was healthy, wouldn't even been a question. I'd have been right, right, right there. Right, 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 you know, right, right, it is right. what it is. Brush that off. Brush that off. It's nothing. He already knew who it is. It's Mr. Zero Dark Thirty, Mr. Blackout Season under production right now. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Smile, you know, Corey's most hated enemy. <laughs> Pretty much everything at this point. Leave the motherfucking guy. Huh? 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 What's goody? Not my enemy today. I need your nets to uh, do, do some things for me today. No, Nick's friend. Stop. Um, Oh, I forgot. Yeah, and tell your Knicks fans to stop. You stop trolling the Knicks fans because now they're getting bold out here calling out the Lakers for having the same record. Like the same record. Nah, nah, I'm not. You're you're emboldening a fan base that does not need any emboldening whatsoever. I what do you don't mean? Appreciate it. Like, no, I don't appreciate don't, it. First of all, don't, don't talk about my people like that. All right. They welcomed your boy home. <laughs> all right. We're not going to do it. We, we did this on Saturday. We're not. We're not. I'm, I'm not going to get into this. I'm not going to get into this. I'm not going to get into this. But right, I'm going to pay a little bit more bills. Conversations at the shop. Sponsored by 901 Daiquiris. And make sure you shop with us. Merch at the shop.store. You can get hoodies. You can get joggers. I know it's summertime here now. You got socks. You got shorts. You got T-shirts, whatever, man. Make sure y'all shop with us. Help us pay a little bit more bills. You know what I'm saying? Crap, I didn't even realize we had socks. I'm gonna have to get them socks. Yeah, you gotta I'm, get the socks, bro. I'm getting into the. I'm getting into those to, to my socks. Socks. Wait, I think we got slides too. Get the conversation at the shop. Oh yeah. Slides? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's about, yeah. about to be a good I'm, summer. Got <laughs> I'm messing up. That's on me. I apologize. Merch be a good store for sure. Make that happen, people. Facts. But all right, let's go ahead and get into it. Our first topic of the day. I don't know if anybody saw Fight Night this past week, but couple iffy card. But the last two fights were uh, pretty damn impressive performances. Uh, Yuri Porchaya, Porchaska, Porchaska. Porchaska sounds. Porchaska. It's spelled like Porchaska. I don't know if it's pronounced Porchaska. We just gonna call him Yuri. Um, he's uh, he's earned the right for me to learn how to say his last name, though. That's for Facts. damn sure. Um, he. I mean, let's call it what it was. It was a very entertaining fight. Oh, definitely. only two rounds. Um, but a knockout by Yuri at um. 429 of the second round over Dominic Reyes, former uh, UFC light heavyweight title challenger. Twice. Should have won the belt the first time, but that's neither here nor there. Um, got knocked clean out by Jan, and now Yuri comes in. And I hadn't watched, I, I, looking back on it, I do kind of remember that fight when he fought, his first UFC fight when he fought Volcan. Mm. Yuri is just relentless pressure and power shots consistently throughout that fight. I don't know if he could maintain that over five rounds. I 
I'd be very impressed if he's able to keep that up over five rounds. But for what he did against a very good fighter in Dominic Reyes, who hit him with a lot, a lot of very good clean shots, and for him to eat those shots and to keep coming forward and then finish it, and we'll get into the subject in a little bit with a spinning back elbow perfectly placed and what what was it stiff as a board light as a feather that's what dominic reyes was after that shit facts 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 it was it was a new battle rap podcast salute to you 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 guys keep grinding to make sure y'all go ahead and follow them as well since they followed your boys at the shop we appreciate the support um what up, Mooka? How you doing, bro? Yeah, he slapped Volcom. He did. Hmm. Ah, this is an interesting take. I definitely see the gate G. I definitely yeah. see the gate G just eating shots. He, he, Dominic Reyes has power. Like, let's be very, very clear. Dominic Reyes has power. And he just he just ate those shots. He got wobbled once or twice a little bit. Yeah, he got wobbled a couple times. But, but he just ate these shots and just – it was – scary and Dominic actually landed at a higher percentage Yuri was just more active yeah. um yeah. 100 <laughs> 136 of 137 strikes thrown by Yuri were significant strikes <laughs> see like cuz um I know, I know that Dominic this was the first fight that I've seen Dominic pressed against the cage the whole fight um, yeah. Usually, Dominic is the one that's um, applying pressure. Usually, it's the other fighter. Even with John Jones, he had John Jones along that he morning line. He was definitely more pressure until he couldn't until he gassed out. Until he gassed out, um, <clears throat> you could definitely tell that his power shots weren't. See, that's that's where I thought he would catch Gary is because that's usually when Dominic has the most success is catching dudes with the I think it's the left straight that he throws, right? It's the left. The left straight that he right. throws on the counter. Right. On the counter that's yes, usually yes, catches quick counter uh, over quick little left over over the straight. Over the mm-hmm. right straight little counter left hook over top. Mm-hmm. So I really thought he was gonna sleep Yuri with that, but yo I remember seeing Yuri's first fight, but I, it was so long ago. Right. That I, I kind of forgot who he was. But I didn't expect him to do this. Not not the dom. Not you know what I'm saying. So, but that KO was nasty. The spinning back Ridiculous. elbow dom landed on his face. It it, it it looked it looked really Ridiculous. really bad. Really bad, bro. And that is not to discredit Dominic. Dominic Reyes fought a pretty good fight. Like I, he wasn't. This wasn't some. I hate to use him as an example. This wasn't like Woodley and them couple fights where it was just like he doesn't belong there and he's just like, nah. This was I'm here, I'm throwing shots back, I'm landing a lot of big shots, and Yuri's just, it's just not having the effect that Reyes has probably had every single, just about every single time he's fought. Mm-hmm. It, those things just don't happen that often. But to that point, it's not like Dom has a bunch of fights under his belt. You know, like as as high as he is now, what is he, like 13 and 3, something like that now? He's got less than 20 fights, I, I, I think, if I'm not mistaken. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he's, you know, he's has doesn't have this crazy, you know, 30, 40 fight, you know, record. So, you know, I don't think there's been many, as you said, there's not been many guys to really pressure him consistently throughout that, um, throughout the entirety of a fight. Again, whether Yuri can keep that up over a long period of time, because there were moments where he, even in this fight, and it was only not even two rounds, where he did look like he was starting to slow down a little bit. Mm. Um, so moving forward against someone like Jan, you know, potentially, um, Jan and Glover still going to have their title fight, you know, given that, um, say Jan, Jan is able to retain someone like Jan who can take a punch and who's very patient and who has the wrestling skills to boot, can you keep up that pressure and that level of power for 20, 25 minutes into those championship rounds? I don't know, but he's damn sure earned the chance to to find out. (laughs) That is for sure. Right, right, right. Um, When I saw the fight, I immediately thought that Yuri is next. Oh, without Um, a doubt. Yeah, he's definitely next. But I still think Jan takes care of it. Like, Reyes put up a good fight, but it still wasn't the Dom that we saw in the John Jones fight, which is kind of weird because usually when a yeah. fighter gets that rub, they go to the next level. So we hasn't we haven't seen that from Dom. Um, but I, I still think Jan sleeps him, bro. I think Jan's too patient. I think he's too powerful. I don't think he's going to eat the shots that Jan throws that he threw that he ate from Dominic. Like I don't, I don't, I don't see him lasting through that. And I, he took a lot of shots from Dom. Let's not pretend he is, like he was slipping shot. No, he took a lot of shots from from Dom, bro. Uh, just to be sixty-eight of one hundred fourteen total strikes at sixty percent. Sixty-three of those were significant strikes out of one hundred eight fifty-eight percent landed for Dominic. That's for Dominic Reyes in two rounds, <laughs> less than two rounds. So, not to forget that Dom had him in a pretty good guillotine too. That too, I completely forgot. He absolutely did have him in a guillotine. And actually, I just stumbled upon something where Yuri pretty much admitted Dom hit him with the head kick. He was out. He admitted, like, for a couple seconds, I was I was out. Like, no one really knows. But I was definitely out and kind of, like, looking for him to lean on and was able to kind of get my, get my shit back together. But, like, Yuri admitted, like, Nah, I was he. That was a knockout. Like it, it was a knockout. I just didn't go out completely. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's which is some shit in itself. Like Yuri, what the fuck are you made of? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't. That's that's really yeah. That's that's ridiculous. Um, but again, shout out to to Yuri because that was a a ridiculous ridiculous knockout, and Reyes gave him. You know, he he put up a real, 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 real fight. Um, every fighter that has a close fight with Jones goes up to lose. <laughs> Who else is that? A, Gus a point. Santos. Was that a close fight? That was close on the judges' scorecards, I guess. That wasn't a close fight to me, but yeah, Santos did go on to lose. Um, Cormier would be well. That wasn't a close fight. But Cormier would be the exception to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it wasn't, a, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, 
Well, no, but I mean, he still won. Like, you, yeah, like yeah, even yeah. after the first, after the first loss, and then Jones was gone, and then he, uh, you know, he like he remained, you know, continued to win after the Jones fights. But as Muka says, everybody was a close fight with Jones. Cormier got knocked out in the in the second one, even though technically that is a no contest. Um, and he got knocked out. What you call it? Um, yeah, he got knocked out, but technically it didn't happen. Technically, it's a no contest. Um, the first fight, the decision, clear as day, lost. Like, I think it was 4-1 pretty much on every card, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, you know, he still went on and Cormier continued on and kept winning after that. But Gus, I thought Gus won again after that first loss. But I might, I could definitely maybe the first loss. I think he won after that. I don't know because he ended up fighting Cormier for the title too, and had a very good um, fight with with Cormier that basically went the exact same way as his fight with Jones, in that he looked great, was up after three rounds, and then gassed in the final two and (laughs) couldn't finish the fight. How that happens twice. Yeah, he won one fight after Jones. So he beat Jimmy Manoa after Jones, then lost to Rumble, then somehow got a title fight after the Rumble loss against Cormier and lost that. Um, so that one's that one's a little weird. Um, no, he fought Jimmy Manoa in between. Uh, yes, he fought DC off the loss. Yeah, Rumble knocked him out. But before he fought Rumble, he fought Jimmy Manoa in between the Jones and the Rumble fight, and he beat Jimmy Mano in between there. So he lost three out of four to basically the three best light heavyweights in the world at that time. Um, sorry, Gus. I'm close. Um, <laughs> unfortunate. Uh, definitely uh, co-main event. Giga kick. <laughs> Giga kick is real. But every time I bet on Cup Swanson, he loses. Every single time. Like, every single time I bet on Cup, he loses. I, I think it's something with me like, at this point. Dude, I'm like, everyone's, it's rare that you see, like, um, oh, oh, you got to watch out for this. Be wary of this. You know, this is coming. You got to watch it. He threw that kick to the body once and hit Cub with it. And Cub immediately was like, oh, and just doubled over. Mm-hmm. Um, dog. That is, that is concerning. That is, that is scary. He's, again, he is way too fucking big for 145 pounds. I don't, how does he make 145? Cub, right? I don't, I don't know. No, Giga. I mean, Giga. Giga's huge. Like, every time he's next to these 145ers, he just looks like he should be at 155 at least and be a good-sized 155-pounder. Right, right, right. It is wild how big Giga is for that division and how powerful he is. And I really want to know what's next now for him because he's in the top 10 now. Got him. So... Uh, he is number ten, so um, I'm just gonna throw I'm gonna throw Calvin Cutter out there. 
That'd be an interesting fight. Um, that would be a very, 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 very fun fight for me. Um, and that's something that, to me, if if we're about to check out Giga, that's that's one to do. Um, I know also pretty soon. I think next week. You have a. Uh, I know Shane Burgos and Edson Barbosa are fighting. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, at the next pay per view, if I'm not mistaken. I wouldn't mind the winner of that one fighting Giga. That I'm, I'm down for that as well. Um, but he can also fight soon because he had a two minute fight and really mm-hmm. suffered no issues. So mm-hmm. it can be something that that can, you know, happen real quick. And I am here for it. Um, uh, you can see what's next for him because that that shit is not normal. So he still can cuss from that. <laughs> don't don't do Cutter like that. I, I don't rock with a lot of Boston people, but Cutter's there's only a couple Boston people I really rock with. Sasha yeah. Banks, top of the list. I don't even count hers from Boston. She's too good for them. Um, yeah, Calvin Cutter's right there. <laughs> that's. That's it. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, it's pretty impressive. I didn't – his kick, though, like he's winning with that kick every single time, right? Like – Yes. Yeah, his he, last kick – his last fight was a knockout. Right? His last head fight kick? was definitely a knockout, and I'm pretty sure it was a head kick. Um, I feel kind of confident it was a head kick, but it was definitely a knockout. I know that for a fact. He fought somewhere. I remember he fought some weird-looking dude. Um, mm. Oh, wow. Random. Uh, it's not going to happen. Um, but he had actually pushed to be the replacement for the Donald Cerrone fight that's coming up this weekend, um, which did not happen. Someone else is taking that, but he is also a uh, campaign to fight Jeremy Stevens, which uh, not nah, everybody picking on. Jeremy um, at this point. I'm good on that. Jeremy Stevens. Um, yeah. Yeah. Head kick 351 of the first round head kick in his previous fight. So Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm going to uh, listen. Jeremy Stevens is Jeremy Stevens, but like that would be that's like the definition of a stepping stone fight. Yeah. And like, I mean, no disrespect to Jeremy Stevens, but like that's exactly what that would be expected and, and be looked at. Um, yeah, Jeremy's and, definitely in that gatekeeper role at this point. He is. And he's not even ranked right now. Like, no, just you should be. Um, I, I'd rather see him on the come up. Um, Calvin Cater or uh, right below Cater at number six in that division is Josh Emmett. And we haven't seen Josh Emmett since he had one of the best fights of last year against Shane Burgos, which was just a absolute war that mm-hmm. he won. And I wouldn't be mad at that because Josh Emmett is a, just a tough-ass, hard-hitter, powerful, powerful striker. Um, so I wouldn't be mad at that one if better to find though. I think that was in like last summer. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure exactly why he's been out for as long as he has, but um if he's able to, I'm <laughs> I'm down for that fight too, because right. um yeah, we gotta get Giga some uh, another real 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 competitor. Right, right. Okay. So good two fights, good two fights. Well let's move on to the next topic. KO of the year. <sighs> Who you got so far? I got my pick. All right, you know what my pick is. 
As far as the most impressive knockout, um, uh, I would lean to the Corey Sanhagen knee over Frankie Edgar. Okay, yeah, it was just so ridiculous and out of nowhere. Like you, you don't get a lot of like standing. Like you see, okay, you rocked someone, and then you might run up and knee, or you get him in a clinch and you hit him with the knee. You don't get a lot of standing jumping knees like that to just right. finish someone out cold however the stage and the like if it all things equal I'd give it to Sandhagen but the stage and the impact of Kamaru Usman knocking out Jorge Masvidal like that is something that will be on his highlight reel forever as already in contention for one of the greatest, if not the greatest welterweight of all time. And that will be on UFC, like when UFC redoes their opening package and the shit that they play between fights at the fight, like that fight, that knockout, that moment, those pictures, the most sweat-producing straight right hand I have ever seen in my life is absolute. Like all things equal, that Sanhagen knee was was better. But when you add in the stage, the rivalry, all the talking beforehand, and just the impact that that have that that will have that. Usman knockout is going to live on for a very long time in the history of the UFC and the MMA. So I'm going to edge, edge that one over Sanhagen and Edgar. Then I would put the Yiri spinning elbow at third. Mm -hmm. Honorable mention to Rose's head kick over Weili Zhang. Um, which I believe they're still trying to get the mark uh, of Rose's foot off of Whaley's face to this day. Um, oh, come <laughs> on, <now. laughs> man, come on, man, come on, bro. That mark, that was it. Was just red. It was just right here on the face. <laughs> they closed up on it. Don't close up on it if you don't want me to remember it and talk about it. Whaley's still though. angry about that, by the way. She doesn't she feel cut like she her, she's going through a midlife crisis now. She didn't cut her hair or something. Like, she out here trying to go, like, looking like Asian Andrage. I don't, I don't need what is, I don't know what Whaley's doing. I'm slightly concerned. <laughs> uh, my knockout of the year so far is definitely Masvidal Uzman. It's not, it's not really close to me. Sanhagen. Is a second because of style, like just the right. style of how he knocked Frankie Edgar out was 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 crazy. But we know the history in between Usman and Masvidal, and the way he hit Masvidal, the power and the force behind that shot. <laughs> he summoned the power of the Black Panther. <laughs> Yo, that's something I don't think not not hands wise. I don't think I've ever seen that before in the UFC. Somebody gets slept that type of way. We've seen style shit 
like Pettis jumping off the cage and then head kicking somebody or who did the um who did the crazy head kick last year? Which one? Oh, um, 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 oh, uh, Buckley, Joaquin Buckley. Yes. The crazy head kick last year. See, all yeah. of them shit's style with like talking about, especially like you said, like with the moment, it's a championship fight. Everybody expects Uzman to do what he did in the first fight and wrestle and get Masvidal to the ground, even though I don't think that's something that he wanted to do because Masvidal was active as fuck on his back. Let's just keep it real with the elbows and shit he like that. Very good off of his back. He absolutely did. Yeah, but Masvidal didn't respect his power. And actually, the 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 shit that we seen come off of his face, pause, was the water they poured on his head to try to cheat, and <laughs> in between rounds. So that's what we saw, and it probably pissed Usman off, and that's why he teed that's off right. on him like that. Well, then I appreciate Masvidal's corner because those are some of the best UFC pictures that at that moment with that flying off was it's. I don't, I don't, it's like, like you see it in wrestling a lot where the guys are like spit as the guy punches them and it makes it look like, oh shit, he, he might've really caught them. Like, is that a tooth that knocked out? Like, no, it, it adds to the moment and it was already the biggest stage of this year. First UFC card back, um, in front of a full house of fans. Like it, that shit matters sometimes. And there's, you just like, sometimes you'll get, um, like to me, the Sanhagen Edgar one is like the, um, the Edson Barbosa spin kick that he had, you know, all those years ago that I think won an ESPY that year for something like that. It's like, yeah, that's, that's amazing. And like, holy shit, like we'll, we'll remember that. Like it's amazing moment for him. But like, then, there's the Connor punch over Aldo. You know, like maybe not as impressive technique wise, but like, my God, we will remember the Holly Home head kick over Rousey. Like all the other things add to it as well. And that's what Usman had. And to an extent, Rose uh, Whaley as well. Mm-hmm. That stage, that moment, like it adds so much to it that. Like, dog, and that no one like literally. He was the heel in that arena. He was yeah. Like, they was booing the shit out of him. Booing the shit out of him. And the no silence in the arena was crazy after that. Crazy, honestly. If you think about it, I think that punch kind of shook up the MMA world because I don't think anybody expected it to go down like that, and I think it shut up the division too. Shut up, Lucy. You don't. You don't you, except for Kobe, but I mean, except it's for Kobe. Kobe. Yeah, yeah. It's you, Kobe. Like, you don't. Except for Kobe. But you don't see nobody else really checking for Uzman like that. Like, I mean, you know, Leon wants his shot, but at this point, Leon, do you really? Like, because you already lost him too. Because you already lost him too, Leon. And that was before he knew how to strike. Like, that's Leon's one loss. Leon's one loss over there. It, it's, it's to Uzman. And that was non striking, straight wrestling Uzman. Trevor, what that might go down as one of the best career moves in like the history of UFC is Usman going to tr- work with Trevor Whitman. Yeah, yeah, because he is unbelievable. 
Oh my goodness, he's he's scared. I'm, I'm impressed that we agreed on this. I did not expect you to go with Usman. We're we yeah. are um, starting to agree too much. I don't, I don't too much appreciate. This. I had to go. I had to go with that. I lost money on the fight. <laughs> what did you want me to say? Like I'm not going to be a hater at this point for what? Might as well I went to sleep. And then yeah. got extra shots in that were super necessary. Nah. <laughs> nah, bro. Yeah, that, didn't that's, he that's trip, not Like, I mean. didn't Herb, like, try to stop him and, like, tripped over him or something? Like, he messed up and gave him, like, two more extra shots? Um, mm -hmm. Something like that happened. Um, but, yeah, um, I think we – I am definitely still hoping for Edwards to, to win and Edwards to get the fight. I'd still rather that be the fight than anything else. Um they did fight. It was literally Usman's first fight after winning the Ultimate Fighter. So this is back in December of 2015. Long, long time ago. Both of them are definitely much different fighters then, um, now than, than what they were back then. But, yeah, but there's still levels. Usman is clearly... At another one. Clearly on, clearly on another level. I, I, don't, I don't see anybody beating Usman. I'm done. You got me, Usman. Like I said last show, you got me. I, I'm not not betting against you anymore. You've earned my respect. I don't see I don't see Leon beating you. I don't see Kobe beating you. I don't see Nate. shit. I no, don't fuck, see definitely Nate. not Nate, bro. Um, definitely uh, not Nate. Not Connor. Uh, I don't know what the fuck Connor's smoking. Um, Wonder Boy is it for? Nah, no. Sorry. That would be interesting to me, but no. I think it'll I think it'll play a lot like the Tyrone Woodley. Um that's that's fight. what I'm thinking. And that's what I'm kind of thinking. It I don't the difference is he's not as explosive as Tyron was. Like he's got that power, but like Woodley would like out of nowhere just zero to sixty, just pure athleticism. And I don't think Usman can it has that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what tended to mess Wonderboy up was those explosions from Willie. That's when he would get caught. Um, right. But that'd be, that's an intro. I think people have kind of, because, especially because that second Woodley fight was so boring. Um, I think people, and then he got called by uh, what Pettis called him, even though he was beating shit out of Pettis before that, like Pettis called him, knocked my light. Mm-hmm. I think people have kind of forgotten how ridiculously good of a striker Wonder Boy is. And I I do think he is someone of the guys kind of in the top five. If I had to pick one that I think could make it most interesting, I'd, I'd probably still lean towards Leon, but right under him would be Wonder Boy for me because we saw Burns at his best. Kobe couldn't fuck with him before Whitman. Michael Chiesa, nah, I'm good. Um, yeah, I'm good on that too. He just beat Masvidal again. Luke, they were teammates. Um, I don't. I'm sure they'd be that. Think they're both warriors. That they'd be like, fuck it, let's do it. But as much as I love Luke, <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know. No, you don't, don't want that smoke, bro. Nah. You don't want that smoke. I, I could see. I could see Wonder Boy. Kind of giving him problems just because of Wonder Boy's stance and how he moves in and out, right? Um, 
it'll kind of be tough to take Wonder Boy down a little bit because of his movement, but I still think I still no, think yeah. Oh, I'm him. taking Usman over everybody. Usman uh, yeah, has absolutely reached. Yeah, no, he he is 100 reached the. I'm not betting against him under any circumstances. If I lose, I just lose. Like he's mm-hmm. he's he's earned that. He's earned that. It's the same. But I'm not betting against John. I like I, I'm I'm just not. It's it's John. When he loses, I'll I'll believe it. But Silva had hit that point. Mouse had hit that point. GSP had hit that point. Like those the um, cyborg had hit that point. Nunez and Shevchenko have both hit that point for me. Like. I'm just not gonna pick against them. Like right, certain right. fighters, you just get that level, and Usman is 100 at that level because he, yeah, I don't think anybody thought he was gonna be at that level. It's fucking, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, well, what would yeah, you think? You think you think um you think you won't fight Jake Paul? Then? Depends on how much he's gonna get paid, and what depends on. I mean, let me. Rephrase that. I'll give you I'll give you a chance, yeah. <laughs> it's going to depend on how much money the UFC can make off of it. That's going to be what decides it. They're not going to let him do it unless the money is so ridiculous and they'll have to get a cut of it because he is contracted to the UFC. Same way that Connor was able to fight Floyd because UFC was a co-promoter in that fight. Mm-hmm. That's what it would have to be. So he would have to make that. It'd have to be a crazy amount of money, and UFC would have to profit greatly off of that money. Um, I think they will, though. But then they, they got to then they got to then they got to team up with Triller and all that shit. And you know, Triller's not really going to put Jake Paul in a position to lose because he's the cash cow. At this yeah, point. The, the Paul brothers are definitely the. Yeah, it might not be the best idea for the for for Triller and the Paul brothers as a whole. No, nah, I wouldn't put him in there against Usman or Woodley for that fact. I wouldn't. I don't know. Would you throw Tyrone Woodley in there? Uh, I want to believe in Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> I can't this, take that point. chance on him. I, yeah. After after the like after the Kobe fight. I just like can't take that chance on you to to make everything good for us again. Like I, I can't because I thought you were gonna do it for Kobe and you didn't. And I, I just all respect to you, Tyron. I I, I couldn't put my trust in that again. And he fought Luke, right? And Luke pieced him the fuck up. Too. Luke pieced him up, but at least he looked like a, a a fighter in that fight. Like if he'd looked if he'd looked like that against Kobe and lost, I would have been a little bit better with it. Uh, don't don't remind me of Floyd and Logan. Um, oh, did you see? Did I you tried. see what happened? Did you see what happened between Floyd and Jake today? What? Not, no. Why? Because I don't want to pay attention to that nonsense. I try so hard to not have to talk about Triller and this shit. Nah, it's, 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 a, it's a part. Of, it's a part of our show now, Corey. You Why? have to because Jake Paul is clearly the goat. What happened? He got in Floyd's face, and they were talking back and forth. And then Jake said, "Got your hat." Took his hat off his head. <sighs> Floyd's whole team grabbed him. <laughs> Jake, Jake Paul was out here wilding, bro. 
Jake Paul. You, then you had then you had Cormier had to, Cormier had to come up to him at the fight and tell him, "Yo, I'll slap the shit out of you. Don't play with me like that." Like Jake is really out here wilding, bro. I don't know what's going on, but this marketing is perfect, bro. Like I, I fucks with it. I'm not going front. I fucks with it. I fucks with it. I give it's, him this respect. It's all gonna be good until he loses. It's going to be. It's it's going to be fine. Till he gets knocked the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then all that, then all then it all goes away. So he's they're doing a great job of building up anticipation and being the fucking heel. Like they know their role. Uh, they know their role and what people want to see. And I give them credit for that. Um, I take Jake Paul you know, over his brother though. Yeah, yeah. I will take Jake over Logan. So um, I think Logan had a fight with KSI, didn't he? Oh, sure. I think some, some weird I, shit. I, I don't know. Some YouTubers or some shit. And he I didn't look very impressive in that. So I think Floyd's going to piece him up, too. So I didn't watch that. Floyd piece up. Whoever. I don't, it's Floyd. Floyd could just fight him with his right hand. And I'd still think Floyd should be the betting favorite. Like, uh, what are we talking about? It's just, again, give a, I've always said. I may not care for certain people's situation, how they go about getting their fame, but I'll always give credit to being able to take that and turn it into something more. Um, and that's what the Paul brothers are doing. I felt the same way, even though I can't stand, stand them. Like I never watched a minute of like any of the Kardashian shit, but like y'all turned a sex tape into a fucking empire. Like I can't, like I can't hate that. You you did a masterful job of making people care about what about you and what's in your entire family. I can't I can't take that away from them. Can't take that away from the Pauls from who went from all the viners and all of that shit that was happening during that time. How many people are anywhere near this big? There's a couple who've who've gotten some good deals and you see them on different commercials and shit like this, but none of them are as big as the Paul brothers right now. And right, uh, right. credit for that. Right. All right. Well, shit. We're done talking about the Paul Brothers. Next topic. Thank you. Nate <sighs> Diaz and Leon Edwards moved to UFC 263, which actually has turned out to be a stacked fucking That card, card is now stacked. That's because Diaz and Edwards will now be the third fight on 263 between the two title fights, uh, Adesanya versus Vittori and the flyweight rematch, uh, yep, Davis Figueiredo. and Brandon Moreno. So, mm-hmm. and now Diaz Edwards is going to be the third fight on that card. So yeah, still five round fight. So, um, UFC 263 now pretty damn stacked. Um, 262 kind of suffers a little bit. It's kind of unfortunate, even though it's still not a bad card at all. Um, but you know, Nate. Oh crap! Damian Maya Bala Muhammad is also on UFC 263. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, 263 looking pretty damn good. Um, so Nate Diaz suffered an industry. It's undisclosed. We don't know exactly what the injury is. Big enough for him to move the fight back, but it's only a month back. Right. So right. obviously, it's not anything. Maybe like a little cut or something. Uh. Sp- ankle or something, you know, sprained or something and need to take a couple weeks to get it right and not do anything stupid. Some seems to be most likely, but you know, they said it's a minor injury. So, you know, thankfully um, it's not anything crazy, but 
263 is now crazy. And uh, 262 still got a fun headliner, Charles Oliveira versus Michael Chandler for the vacant 155 title uh, fight for the vacant 155 championship. Terrible wording. Uh, Gerard, you casual. UFC 262 is next Saturday, May the 15th. Um, and that is in Houston at the Toyota Center. I think that's where Toyota Center is. Am I the only one that kind of lost interest in that fight a little bit with everything going on? There's been little talk about it. Neither yeah, of them have not. been out. Like, I, I still think the fight should be really good, but there hasn't been a lot of talk about it. Maybe it's because it's so close to the Usman Masvidal and all it's the first fight in front of fans and it was such a huge deal and there's three title fights and then the card after this you've got Izzy coming back and the uh the flyweight rematch that people were talking about and really wanted to see and now in between here is this fight and Diaz and Edwards were on it too but even they hadn't been out there's just not not a lot of talk um from either the UFC or the fighters themselves. I haven't seen much from any of them, which is kind of surprising because Chandler usually likes to talk a lot. Right. Um, yeah, we haven't heard anything out of either one of them, which is kind of weird. Like, I haven't seen anything about them going back and forth. I don't think Charles speaks very much good English, does he? Uh, I don't think so. Um, yeah, there's nothing, it's nothing, nothing, to, nothing to say. There's nothing to say there. No. Then. But, That's like, not. But we heard a lot, like, it feels like we heard so much from that division as a whole and all those guys before the fight was announced. And since the fight was announced, we've heard nothing. And plus, Dustin Poirier is the champ. So, let's... Of course. we, we know. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the champ. Right. So, regardless of what anybody feels, like, I think that's why nobody's really paying too much attention to it. Everybody's looking right. forward to Dustin Poirier versus Connor at this point. Very, very true. Get that um, out the way, and then we can worry about the division and where the division's going. Exactly. Um, I will still say, still a solid card for 262, though. Tony Ferguson, Benil Dariush is now the co-main event. Um, and Dariush has been very good for a long time, so this is a good shot for him to finally um, you know, take that step. Um, hey, look. There's a lot of casuals out there, Cole. Talk your shit, lying. Cole. Um, you are not lying. Jack Hermanson and Edmund Shabazian. Um, Shabazian's first fight since Derek Brunson beat the shit out of him. Yeah. So he can try to get back. And the first fight on the main card is the fight we mentioned earlier, Edson Barbosa and Shane Burgos. So there's, you know, it's still a good card. Um, definitely you lose something when Nate Diaz is off the card. But it yeah. is still a very, you know, this could still be a very fun, very good uh, pay-per-view. Um, Kaitlyn Chikagan and Vivian Arujo is the fifth fight on the on the main card. So Chikagan can strike. She just, you know, 125, women's 125. Does any of it matter? Man, <laughs> then on Draj finish her with body punches. <laughs> like... Does any of it matter? It's yeah, just good sorry. on that too. Yeah, you're not Shevchenko. I don't care. <laughs> I respect that too. I got you. You know these shots. I'm gonna I'm I'm win this card though. I'm gonna win this card. Tired of talking shit. But all right, next fight, the fight that we were actually looking forward to for Bellator is now not happening. Um, Yoel Romero has pulled we from the really had... Johnson fight. It was tomorrow. That's. I mean, it's. Uh, tomorrow Saturday, I'm I'm completely blanking because I don't care anymore. Yeah, 
That's how I feel. This is, this is what we were waiting for, Bellator. And uh, I really, honestly, I kind of feel bad for them. I really do feel bad for them. Like, you can't control this. Yeah. Um, Yo Romero failed a pre-fight medical screening and was uh, pulled from the fight. Uh Tomorrow, I think. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't. I think it is tomorrow. Have, I'm pretty sure. I think. It's tomorrow, I think I'm pretty sure it's tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but we're getting the return of Anthony Rumble Johnson, and he's supposed to be making his Bellator debut against Yoel Romero. The and it's it's gone. It sucks. Um, the Bellator light heavyweight tournament. It's full of names, well-known people. You had Ryan Bader, you had Corey Anderson, you had uh, Phil Davis, who got whooped by their actual light heavyweight champ, Vadim Nemkov, who's one of the least known people there, and probably will fuck around and win this tournament any goddamn way because he's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. And all everyone, rightfully so, was was ready for is um, Rumble. And Romero, and we no longer have it, and it sucks. Um, Romero was replaced by a man by the name of Jose Augusto, who is on a five-fight win streak himself. A couple of those wins are by submission. Rumble called him a more dangerous fighter than Romero. I don't know if that's just Rumble trying to get people to care. That's exactly what that is. Stop it. Stop. It's fucking Yoel Romero, bro. Stop. More dangerous? Stop. No. No, 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 no. Because I had Yoel winning that fight. I'm sorry. I had Yoel winning the fight. I know you had Rumble winning the fight. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. I I did. Um no, you had Rumble winning the fight, so that was going to be. I got Rumble day. winning any fight that's not against a fucking Olympic wrestler. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just going to be what it is. And John actually, would have beat too. That's that. That was actually. Um, now I'm thinking about that. That's actually a terrible statement because Yo Romero is definitely. Yeah, uh, no, that's why I wrote, Olympic. I see, <laughs> yeah, that, that's another thing. I, what? All right, good point. Good point. See, point Malik. not gonna be with. Point for Malik. There you go, Corey. At least I can admit when I fucked myself over. Okay, I called myself on that one. Uh, that, that's bad. Still, I would have picked Rumble. I don't care, even though he greatly disappointed me in that last fight. Um, oh, you mean a fight where <laughs> Cormier picked him up by his nose to then choke him out and make him cry and retire on national TV to go away to weed and then come back and think that he's top of his game again? You mean that? When he's supposed to he fight at heavyweight? He put on all that he, muscle to fight in heavyweight and now he's fighting back at light heavyweight? Nah, I don't think this goes good for Rumble. I'm sorry. You well would have kicked his ass. I'm sorry. Rumble was in a bad mental place at the time. He had to be in a bad mental place at the time for him to decide to try to fucking wrestle Daniel Cormier. So obviously the man was not 100% there. Okay? He's burnt out. You know, you need a break. Sometimes you just need a break to get away from shit and come back better. I know one thing, I'm damn sure rooting for him to win tomorrow because Lord knows at least I can get him versus the champ and we can see a really good you know, potential fight there. We have Ryan Bader and Corey Anderson on the other side. 
And, you know, if we can get an M call from Rumble Johnson, I think Bellator will still be happy with that. And that those will be two big fights that they could promote and, you know, have people care about a Bellator card because Bellator does have some really good fighters. And it's always good. Competition is always good. We do it. We see it in fucking wrestling all the time. Like you, you want to have another promoter brings the best out of everyone. And always good to have competition. Except for um, MVP. When it's competition, it's not very. Yeah, it's competition trash. We know where MVP stands. He's okay, I was just, I was just saying. You said I just wanted to bring that up. I'm just, I'm saying competition <laughs> as far as between MMA promotions is okay. a good thing, okay. and you want. Yeah, we know MVP ain't for the one person he fought. We seen what the fuck happened. Um, you know, slept him after the yeah. Who was who was the best fighter before that fucking cyborg's husband? Like that's like come on. What are, I was what are about we talking to say about? something to get us canceled. Uh, yeah, look, it's the truth. He is he is married to cyborg. Look, don't I was don't about to don't, say something don't to get us canceled. Don't. Uh, so, um, <laughs> moving on to our last topic. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's 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 go ahead and do that. Yeah, let's. All right, Diego Sanchez rent. You know a little bit more about me. I did read up on an article, but I'll let you take it from here. Or did you hear about the rent? Well, well, let me preference the rent. I guess I can do that because I have kind of been following the. The situation a little bit this week. Um, apparently, Diego Sanchez's manager has had a problem with how Diego has been perceived by the UFC, especially in his last fight. During um, uh, what was what, what was what were they doing? Was it a press release or just interviews with the fighter or some shit that between yeah. the commentators and Diego? Diego brought his. What the fuck is he to Diego? Is he his manager, his he's trainer, manager. all of the above? He's his, uh, yeah. Okay. His, uh, his manager, Joshua Joshua Fabia or Fabia. I don't know which one it is, but his it's, it's, it's irrelevant. But anyway, they go into the meeting, and Joshua Fabia is literally, I don't want to say he's cursing out the announcers, but he's telling them that they're not doing his job right. They're not perceiving Diego. They're saying a whole bunch of wrong shit during his fights, making him look crazy, saying he doesn't know what he's doing, this, that, and the third. And that is affecting how it is affecting how Fabia is viewed in the public because there's been a lot of heat coming Fabia's way with the with the way he's handled Diego's career in the latter stages of it. And then comes this Diego Sanchez rant. Oh, also, Diego, after that, with the announcers, Diego was then released from the UFC. Yes. Um, it's basically, for this Saturday's card, was supposed to be headlined by Donald Cerrone versus Diego Sanchez. In a bit of a grudge match, uh, both, uh, excuse me, Cerrone, former Jackson Winkle, John, uh, used to train there before leaving and there had been some bad blood. Um, so last week that fight was canceled. Diego was pulled and then Diego was released after that. The reason Diego was released is because his manager requested that the UFC give, give them all of Diego's medical records from the last 16 years, which immediately as would be the case for 
anyone or any organization set off a bunch of alarms like, why the fuck do you want all of Diego's medical records right now? What are you looking at? What's wrong with Diego? And um, from uh, if, I, if I'm correct on it, the belief was that they said something about lingering effects from MMA and from fighting as long as Diego has. Um, Diego on his Instagram had released uh, audio recording. I believe it was audio recording. It might have been video. Pretty sure it was audio recording of Fabia talking to the UFC's lawyer, Hunter Campbell. And Hunter Campbell basically told them that if you're worried about, if you want the medical records, like what is wrong with Diego? If you're worried about lasting effects of MMA fighting, then we'll call this fight right now and we'll release him so he doesn't have to fight because we don't want to be the cause of any lasting effects or any issues with Diego. And right. ultimately, that is eventually what happened. Um, UFC's lawyers basically told him exactly what the fuck was going to happen, and then he went through on it. Um, so Diego was in an interview with M uh, MMA Today on Sirius XM, and it was pretty concerning. Um, basically, Diego kind of believes he's acting like the UFC is basically like the mafia and the mob, um, which, in all fairness, kind of wouldn't surprise me a little bit. They do be trying to punk some people out in public and kind of shit like that. But yeah. to the yeah, extent that Diego was talking about, um, I'll just read uh, this quote via uh, MMA Junkie who said, um, this is part of Sanchez's interview. I'm going to tell you guys frankly right now, I'm fearful for my motherfucking life. I'm fearful that this company, this billion-dollar monopoly company worldwide is going to come after me. Something might happen to me in two years, maybe in a couple years. Maybe I wreck my truck. Maybe, oh, Diego overdosed some suicide shit. I don't know, but I would not put anything past the level that is within this corporation. If I was to expose some of the stuff that I know about because I've been in this motherfucker longer than anybody else and been the only one that survived the bitch that went through the dark tunnel and came out on the other side. I don't even know what to say. It's just sad at this point. It is. It's just sad. Like, um, I've heard numerous, numerous people, um, say how much the UFC is taking care of Diego. Um, in my personal opinion, I feel like they should have let Diego go a couple fights ago. Um, but even Dana's been on record saying how much he loves Diego and how much he he hopes that he gets new representation and things like that. Um, but him thinking that the UFC is going to kill him is a little bit crazy to me. I think they just cut you um, if they have an issue with you. I don't, I don't think they try to I don't think they'll try to do anything crazy to you. I don't think that's Dana White's style. Even though he bullied, he see Dana White bullies other promoters. He doesn't necessarily bully fighters. Now he may talk some crazy shit, but usually that's just Dana trying to build the fight or motivate a fighter to sign the contract to fight. That's usually Dana. They style. try to coerce. They definitely yep. try to coerce fighters into taking things that are more beneficial to the UFC. Absolutely. Which is, which is understandable. The UFC is a business. There's no union for the fighters. Of course, that's exactly what they're going to try to do. But kill you, bro. Diego, at least not you. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like, 
<laughs> not you. Like you, you, you're a little off your rocker as it is. And now you got this Fabia guy with you. Now you're just totally going ape shit. Uh, I just, I just hope Diego gets the help that he needs. I hope that he, uh, I hope somebody close to him could try to convince him that this Fabia guy is bad for him, especially because he took the opportunity for Diego to finish his career with the UFC, which probably should have been for the best. I don't think Diego needs to fight anymore after that. Muka, to your point, I, I guess I could see CTE. Um, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. But Diego's always kind of been a little bit quirky. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. For lack of a better term. So he is the exactly what Diego Sancho is the originator of the yes chant. Like Diego has always been. He was always been a little bit out there. And uh, this guy, John, Joshua Fabia, has basically, you know. I don't want to say fed into that, enhanced it even more. Almost, it's it's been uh, it's it's just odd since since he's come on and and become Diego's manager. It's all been a little more weird, a little more odd, and it's it's concerning. Uh, you, if, you, Diego, if, you watch, if you watch that fighters meeting, you could tell it's all about him. It wasn't, yeah. Like for he like he went on for the first ten minutes talking about him before he even mentioned anything to Diego, and I don't I don't think he would have mentioned Diego if um Felder didn't if Felder didn't step up and say something to him and be like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? We've never right. said anything. We just call the fights like how we see them. We're not trying to right. diminish of what Diego's accomplished for the UFC. We love Diego. We don't understand and what you're And Diego, then, he switched, like, then he switched to, no, right. I'm concerned about my fighter, and da, 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 yeah. which and is all like, bullshit. Diego is, Diego is a legend in the UFC. Like, Let's be very clear. Diego Sanchez was the first official Ultimate Fighter winner before Forrest. Earlier, they might have headlined. Diego got his trophy first. Diego did that first. He is a legend. Diego, back in the day, was absolutely one of my favorite fighters at the time. I was when he fought BJ Penn for the title. I was rooting hard for Diego. I really wanted Diego to win that fight. Right, right. Uh, the Clay Guida fight. He's literally in the Hall of Fame for that Clay Guida fight. Like the man is a legend, um, but mentally, it's just it's not all there. And um, that's at least that's my belief. Maybe he's just different, and maybe he believes these things. And and if that's the case, then more power to you, and you you can believe whatever you want. But um, I'm not often with the UFC on situations like this. Yeah, but man. I can. But I'm with them. I'm with them on this yeah. one. Yep, I have that's, zero. That fighters zero meeting choice. never happened, and then Diego just kind of just got like cut. I still wouldn't feed into the. I still wouldn't feed into them killing him. But his point about them not even wanting to meet with him, and things like that, I don't think Diego realizes that they don't want to meet with you because you're bringing this bozo with you. We don't want to right. talk to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think him. Diego yeah. really realizes that. Um, yep. But I could, I could, if 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 that fighters meeting never happened, 
I could understand Diego's point about him being loyal to the company and then not mo- them not wanting to meet with him. I could see how that could rub you the wrong right. way and things like that. Absolutely. But and after he I doesn't it, see that other point. He doesn't see your point. Uh, it, like in his mind, what that's my manager. What's the problem with him bringing my manager? So because he sees that as not a big deal, then he then on the other side is going, I'm Diego fucking Sanchez. I've been here for this long. You should be here helping me out. Um, I don't think they wouldn't help Diego out if, if they could. Like yeah. in a lot of cases, you've seen it with Chuck. You've seen it with, with, I mean, they held on to BJ for too long, but eventually they do hit a point. They take too long to do it, but eventually they do hit a point where they are like, you know what? We just can't let you fight anymore. They did it yep. with BJ probably about five fights too late, mm-hmm. um, but they did it with BJ. And a lot of times it's their own doing. If mm-hmm. Diego does, if they don't request his medical records for his entire career, this doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. If they Same don't, thing with BJ. If BJ right. doesn't get knocked the fuck out and on in a, a parking lot, a parking lot right. bar fight, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really is on the fighters when this shit kind of happens like this. Like, the the UFC is a lot of, a lot, a lot of bullshit and terrible things uh, and doesn't always handle their fighters in the best ways. Um, It doesn't always do their most to do, do the best for their fighters all the time. But there are times when fighter just fucks themselves over. Yeah. And, um, I think that's the case here, and I really, really, really hope that that Diego is eventually going to be okay and figure something. I hope. I just hope he's mentally okay. If yeah, this is just I, I him being him, is, like you know me with mental health, bro, he's not okay. Yep. I'm, I'm gonna go. Ahead I don't. And I don't believe he's so. Not, I don't believe he's so. Not okay. He's not I really okay. don't believe so. And if that's the case, then I really hope he's able to get the help that he needs. Yeah. Facts. Muka. Um. Definitely hit us up. Um, five o'clock for sure. Thursday. Let's get you in here. We we'll have the preview the card and stuff It'll like that. Yeah, we got a good preview, preview next week. Yeah, it'll be a very good card. Yeah, very good show to for have. Sure. You talk about the incoming card. Um, Absolutely. That's really all we got, man. Anything else? It is. Think of. I don't think it's, it hasn't been a huge it, it was, news MMA no. week. That Diego Sanchez shit kind of took over the weekend. Of course, yes, I did. think John Jones is starting to try to get back into the Francis Ngannou fight. We know we didn't touch on that, but he's hiring new representation. Actually, right. he's trying to get out. I think he's trying to get Ali because I heard DC talk about Khabib called him and asked him if it was cool if Ali could represent John Jones and all of that. So apparently, John's trying to figure that out. So we might still get that fight. Other than that, I haven't really seen too much of anything. Um, I think we're all in agreement there that we all want that fight to happen. Uh, respect to Derek. Respect to Derek Lewis. Look. In normal circumstances, you probably would be deserving of this title fight, but this yep. is John Jones, and you know the fight that we want to see. So sorry. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Simple as that. But shit, man, what's your? You got positive words? What's your positive word if you have one? Ah, uh, man, my positive words. Um, the same with uh, as it always is, especially with with what I've dealt with, and we you say it all the time, and we all say it all the time, man. Check on your mental health. Check on your people. Tell your people you love them. Um, for those that don't know, I lost a friend to suicide this past weekend. Took his own life. And I literally texted him earlier this week. And that has been when, earlier last week. Um, and 
you know, that's been weighing heavy on my heart and heavy on the heart of a lot of people who are close to me. And you never know what people are going through. Right. Even if even if you everything seems all right, just tell them you never know what words. Tell them that you love them. Tell let people know that you're there. And you know, if you have if you're thinking, if you the man, I ain't talked to this person a long time, I should hit them up. Do it. Right. Do right. it. You know, you never know. Um, the difference these things can make. And again, reach out to your people, let them know you love them. And, you know, you don't got to hold stuff in. Uh, let people know you're there for them and, and trust in the people who you have close to you that you that you trust, that you love, that, you know, you can talk to people and handle whatever issues that you have going through that, you know, you more often than not, you have people there for you that you don't even know would be there for you. Um, but you got to give them that chance. So, Again, check on your people. Tell them you love them. Facts. Um, prayers to you and his family. By the way, um, I don't have any positive word. Out. That's that's pretty much. I'm gonna leave the positive word the way it is. So we're just gonna wrap this up. Get out of here. Make sure you subscribe to our Patreon. Um, combos at the shop. Like Gerard said, there's more content dropping this week. Um, we have a show on Saturday. Um, <clears throat> the next week. Same lineup, Divorce Besties returns this Monday. Um, I think they're going to be talking about um, when's the perfect opportunity to talk to your kids about sex, things like that. Um, so it should be a good show. Um, been a good decade. Before and we got a real spill on Wednesday again, fight night on Thursday, combos at the shop, you know, Saturday. So make sure y'all check us out. Um, and that's really all I got for y'all, man. You got anything else? That's it, man. I think we're good. All right, well, we out of here. We hope y'all have a blessed week. We'll see y'all next Thursday.